0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm your host, Jeff Carr, super fan and addict of all things Cincinnati Reds. And I've turned my addiction into information for you. On today's podcast, we have a special guest returning. He's been... On the podcast, a couple of different times. Lucas Sims, relief pitcher extraordinaire for the Cincinnati Reds. We talk about what this season was like for him, all the different things that he went through between the pitching through sleet, uh, elbow injuries, tacky stuff, and all kinds of different stuff in between. Right here on the Locked On Reds podcast. And thank you for making me your hashtag first listen of the day. Locked on Reds is free and available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You are locked on Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Lucas, I want to uh, congratulate you on the new addition to the family. And I did not know that you were such a big Carson Palmer fan. (laughs) Uh,
1: Thank you. Uh, it's not after Carson Palmer, but uh, no, thank you. It's, um, you know, this has been probably the coolest, coolest experience in my life, and uh, I don't know. It's it's been uh, it's been a blast so far. I'm
0: guessing you guys off- are just busy, getting
1: busy, but, nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it's it's fun. We're having a blast.
0: It's awesome to hear. That, that's a great way. I mean, I'm sure that you were hoping that. You're going to be in the midst of a playoff race whenever that happened, but hey, at least it's a good way to begin the off season. So I was, I was happy to see that uh, you guys got that good news.
1: Yeah, it was kind of win-win situation. Obviously, mm-hmm. we'd love to be playing baseball still, but um, you know, silver linings. I was, I didn't have to stress about finding a flight, and uh, you know, was able to, to be there and um, get to do that experience. So. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about that. When you think about this passing season, when you reflect on, it, I know you've had a little bit of time now. What is your first thought about the twenty twenty one season?
1: Um, just a, a lot of adversity. I thought I thought I dealt with a lot of adversity. Um, yeah. Not just myself, but you know the team as well. Um, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Um, obviously, we as a team we came up short of um making playoffs and and you know that that definitely hurts as a whole um because we did we, we really um we really cared for each other you know we were pulling for each other um you know sometimes you just come up short um but but just for myself um you know there was a, there was a lot of things that went well and then there was a lot of things that uh didn't go well um yeah, you know, I think I learned a little bit about myself. Um I, I do that every year, but I learned something about myself. Sure. Um was able to kind of hit a groove towards the end and now it's about uh you know, carrying that into um, you know, next season.
0: Is there kind of a feeling of like, Oh, come on, did the season really have to end at this point? Or are you are you like, you know, it, it it's good to get that break?
1: Um well, I think part of it is you know, you wanted to keep going because you want to play in the postseason, sure. sure. Um, so, so that and in that regard, yeah, it's kind of a bummer because you wanted to keep going and, um, you know, you, you want to win. Um, in the same sense, it's it is a long season, um, you know, when it's all said and done and you know, the last games played, it's it's about recovery, it's about. Uh, reflection and then, and it's about, you know, kind of getting away from the game for a little bit and um, being a husband, being a dad, um, you know, being a friend, all that good stuff. So, um, you know, it's, there's, <laughs> there's more to life than baseball, but sure. you know, it's, as, as, as much as I love the game, um, you know, it's about, it's about other things right now.
0: Absolutely. I mean, there's more to life than podcasting. I can firmly admit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's so much out there. So much out there. (laughs) Yes,
0: there is. Uh, I want to talk about the game and and I know this is going to be real timely, but back on April 20th, the blizzard. Uh, (laughs) Firstly, how much are you looking forward to trying to pitch in a blizzard again? Because that was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was a new one for me. Um, (laughs) Uh, at the time, I didn't think anything of it. Um, I was just like, "There's, there's just no." I was upset because I, I, I wasn't excusing my pitches, and I had just given up a the go ahead run. And I'm, um, I'm sitting there, and it just kept getting worse. And I'm like, DJ always tells us, he's like, you know, if you get a baseball you don't like, toss it out until you get one you do. And I, <laughs> I was like, they were, they were soaked the mountain was, was a wreck and there's ice everywhere. Ice was hitting me in the face and I oh, am like this is, so I kept throwing them out. I didn't think anything. Out. I didn't know at the time. I didn't think it was going to get uh, blown up kind of the way it did. I was just, I was just mad. Uh, right. And you know, one thing led to another, but I, I don't know. As far as I was concerned, I was like, you know, DJ said, but dj tells us you know it's like if you got to do mountainscaping you know if there's a big hole or something that you need to fix like make sure you get it get it fixed and if you get a baseball you don't like toss it out <laughs> so i was just doing a little bit of both
0: <laughs> that was i mean and there were so many good moments during the season i mean you had castellanos flexing over uh, jake woodford and you had uh, great moments like the no hitter for Wade Miley. But that was one of my favorite pictures. I had a picture of you like delivering a pitch and you can see all of the sleet and the rain that is falling around you. And you're like, this looks like somebody put a filter on this picture. It should not be happening.
1: Yeah. I got the, um, I got to sign a couple autographs uh, this year from our team set. Uh-huh. Um, and the picture, my baseball card and the team set is, is from that game. <laughs> it's me throwing in the ice ice in the ice in the rain it is kind of a cool photo um and then the whole backstory is, it, you know it wasn't a very good night for me
0: right, right.
1: but um it did make for kind of cool photo i know that it
0: says at least on mlb.com that you you like the nickname loosh I, i'm gonna submit a uh petition for snowman we'll, we'll try that next <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have you ever done that before? Did you ever have to convince an umpire that like, you know, th- this ain't working, man. I, I can't, I can't grip this.
1: Uh, no, not really. I mean, there's, there's been rain before, but, um, I mean, at that point it was, it was downpour. Um, right. I don't think the camera really did it justice, but it was, it was getting pretty bad. And, uh, you know, Tucker, Tucker was doing some lobbying for me as well. I don't know if you, <laughs> there were not a whole lot of, there were not a whole lot of people. Not many people were braving it out, but Tucker had some, some words for, uh, for the crew chief at the time. And, uh, yeah, that was, um, in retrospect, it's kind of funny, but, um, uh, at the time it was not funny.
0: <laughs> not going to lie. I've been wanting to ask him about that game for a while. So I was glad I was able to get Lucas on the podcast talking about that. All right, coming up, we've got some more. I, I I'm curious as to what he thinks about Tucker moving on to Detroit. We talk about that and more before I tell you about that. I got to tell you about built bar. We're coming into the Thanksgiving season. I love Thanksgiving. I mean, I love food. I love football. I love family for the most part. So, I love Thanksgiving. And you know what is a good way, a good substitute for the thousands of pounds of pumpkin pie you're about to eat? A built bar. Built bars covered in 100% real chocolate and super healthy for you too. You can replace those fatty, crazy high-calorie desserts and snacks during your Thanksgiving celebrations with a built bar and stay on track when it comes to your health. That's built bar. You can find it at built.com. They've got all kinds of great new flavors that they're adding each and every day. So check there often during the month of November and on black Friday, they've got some crazy awesome deals as well. And that's at built.com and use the promo code lock 15 to save 15% off your next order on the delicious built bar. Speaking of Tucker, I I know you got the chance to pitch with him for a couple of years. Uh, What is it going to be like coming back on spring training, and you're not going to see Tucker Barnhart roaming around the locker room?
1: Yeah, he's he's definitely going to be missed. Um, You know everything he was able to provide, um, at least for me, like you know being able to ask him questions and um, get his gain his experience um, and just his his viewership, but. you know, we're obviously going to miss him. I'm going to miss him, um, not just as a teammate, but as a friend. Um, wishing nothing but the best, but, um, you know, definitely happy for um, to, to still have Tyler Stevenson around. And, um, and he's, he's a special talent. He's – I think we're going to be able to kind of pick up. And, and the way Tuck kind of took him under his wing and uh, kind of showed him the ropes, I mean – it's pretty easy to take advice from a two-time gold Glover um, <laughs> in his preparation and whatnot. And so, um, you know, we're pulling for talk in Detroit and um, I don't think we square off against them next year. So, um, but, you know, pumped to, to still have Tyler, uh, you know, a talent like Tyler behind the dish.
0: Yeah. You got another Atlanta dude around. That's always good. That's right. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned adversity and, and kind of looking back on something that happened in the middle of the season for you there in Minnesota, you kind of had some issues with your elbow and the, you went on the IL, but then after you came back, you just absolutely exploded. For how long did that elbow injury kind of nag at you before they put you on the IL?
1: Um, It had kind of flared up and uh, it was probably about For two or three weeks before I had to go on the IL. Um, It was manageable at the time. um, And it just kind of snowballed into where I knew it was going to get worse before it was going to get better. Um, We were able to get with our medical staff and and kind of get it taken care of to where we can – Build it back up, get some strength, and then at least get it through the rest of the season, uh get it to the off season. Um, so it was it was that was definitely new for me. Um yeah. you know, having to having to kind of manage that all year. Um there was adjustments that you gotta make and um you know, now we got an extended period of time to, to mess it up and get ready for twenty two.
0: Yeah, I know that uh, getting to watch you there that second half, it, it, it was fun to watch, and you were killing it. And I know that from your perspective, because from my perspective when I watched the bullpen, I saw like a lot of turnover, a lot of guys coming, a lot of guys going, and things like that. And just from my perspective, from a fan's perspective, it kind of seemed like it never really settled. How did it seem to you and, and to the guys that were in the thick of it? Uh,
1: settled as? yeah, I think that's, that's just part of it i mean um, maybe it seemed like a bit more than usual just because of 162 i hadn't done that in two years mm-hmm. um, i don't know it's just kind of the nature of the beast sometimes um, it definitely wasn't due to a lack of lack of effort you know guys were, we were wanting to do well right. um you know sometimes you sometimes you got to look back and, and think you know all right, these hitters are getting—they're uh, paid to get hits as well. You know, sometimes the things go well um, and don't go well, but uh, there were good. there's just ups and downs, kind of riding the roller coaster. And um, I thought as I thought as a whole, we we tried to we tried to handle it as best we could, really.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and I know that from a pitching perspective too. There was that really weird rule change and I I don't know if uh, we who watched the game made more of a deal of it than it really was what was what did you make of the league's crackdown if you would and you know quotations on sticky substances
1: I don't really care I mean I guess they had to do it um right whatever it it, if you got to do it you got to do it um I don't really make anything of it. You get to hang out with the umpires for a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know, in between innings, you get to uh, sweet talk them a little bit and hopefully gain you, uh, you know, a little inch or two off the plate next time they're behind home plate. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's the, the timing of it was a little bit weird in, in the middle of the year, I guess. Right. Uh, I know a lot of guys were, uh, you know, some guys came out publicly about being upset you know, in the middle of making adjustments or whatever, but I don't know. It is a game of adjustments. So that's whatever. Find a way to be better. For those guys, I guess.
0: Who was it? Was it, I think it was Max Scherzer that like started like taking off his belt and like pulling his pants down. I think it was Max Scherzer. I what did you guys make of that? Whenever you saw
1: that. I think, I think it was, it was more frustration. Um, I think guys were frustrated. It kind of messes with your routine, Um, at least starters, I guess. Um, You know, from stories Doolittle would tell me about Max's, how intense he is, and, uh, you know, it kind of messes with his, uh, I guess, his routine or just his his mindset. So he was probably a little just agitated. Apparently, he's very on edge on start days and you just kind of let him be. So I'm sure he was just a little agitated with it. Um, maybe there's a better, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really have a whole lot of, I don't, I don't feel strongly one way or the other. Did
0: you ever get an umpire? Like, what was the, was there any kind of conversation like, man, what do you guys do for fun around here after the game? So or just, or, was there any umpire that tried to make like a, a sidebar conversation during that?
1: Um, I don't know. They, they're pretty. They, I don't think they, they want to be keeping you too long. They just want to do their job, keep the, keep the game flowing and sure. uh, you know follow the rules, basically.
0: I, yeah, I, I can understand that. And I asked Lucas here in a moment about what a save means to him because I know that we talk about it, and, and I've said it a lot before that I kind of think saves are a silly statistic, but I, I'm curious as to how he feels about them as a guy who goes out there and tries to accumulate them. That's coming up in just a minute. Before I ask him that, though, I want to ask you, have you started making money off your sports knowledge today? Have you checked out the brand-new interface at betonline.ag with the start of basketball season upon us whether it be nba or college college tipped off last night great game uc looked pretty good against evansville and uk and duke had one heck of a match up there you can get in on all of the action with all kinds of props spread and over under totals at betonline.ag and when it comes to all of their selection of sports they've got basketball, football, hockey, UFC, MMA which is the same thing, and and boxing too. You can check it out at betonline.ag and when you go there set up your profile with the promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag and set up your profile with the promo code locked on to get 50% added onto your initial deposit. Man, I appreciate your time. I got a couple of quick questions uh, as we wrap up here. Uh, firstly, and, and this is something that with the whole, like like everybody getting statistically minded and analytics and things like that, this statistic has come under fire. What does a save mean to you?
1: To me. Um
0: you had seven of them this past year, which by the way, that was cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, I would love to have some more. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it is, it's pretty cool. Um, I guess it's guess to me, it's always, it, it kind of, it's almost like you're the ace of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're, when I was starting, obviously you want to be, you want to be the best um, version of yourself and you, you strive to be, you want to be the ace. You want to be the number one guy. Um, I think the equivalent, uh, for relievers is you want to be the, you want to be the dude that shuts the door. You want to be the, um, I guess everyone kind of views the closer. as kind of the ace of the bullpen. Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess in that regard, that's kind of, um, kind of how I view it. I don't know whether that's right or not, but, um, the way it's kind of games evolving a little bit, um guys start seeing leverage uh, situations based on the opponent. Um, you know, sometimes I, I know in our pregame meeting, sometimes we view the sixth inning might be the most important or the seventh or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's So it, it's times are changing, but it, as long as, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's my kind of opinion on things.
0: Oh no, yeah. Saves
1: no. and closers, I think you're kind of the ace of the bullpen.
0: Was that I, I know that I think it was last time we talked, we had uh, talked about the assigned seating in the bullpen. You mentioned that Rice kind of picked where he sat and then everybody else just sort of fell into line. Was it kind of who got the save the night before? They're like, All right, your turn to choose.
1: No, no, nothing <laughs> like that. Everybody's kinda of got their spots, I guess, but um I'm more of a wanderer. I don't I don't sit down too much. Um I'm the guy that meanders and it. talks
0: to everybody during the party
1: uh i i talk but i i'm following the game yeah, um right, right. bouncing around and I don't, it's more of a sit still kind of thing maybe nervous energy i'm not sure
0: that makes sense
1: and, probably and, all the probably all the coffee i drink before i go out there <laughs> that's that's probably it
0: black or do you put cream in it?
1: no just black
0: nice I'm a black coffee guy too. I, I want someone once told me like, you're an insane person if you drink black coffee. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm insane. <laughs> That's how I like it. Exactly. Um, kind of lastly, what are your thoughts on next year, both for the Reds as a team and for you personally?
1: Um, uh, thoughts are everybody starts zero and zero. You know, everyone's tied for first at the beginning. Um, Obviously it's super early in the off season. Um you're not completely sh- no one's really completely sure um, you know, what we're gonna field. Um, you know, how the team's kinda gonna shake out. Um but I mean as a as a team, we're obviously gonna go out there and um do our best to win as many ballgames as possible and and ultimately hopefully be the last ones last ones to win one. Um for myself, it's it's about um, kind of just building on what we what I was able to do towards the end of the year, um, build on that, and um, it, off season's is about getting stronger and, um, and being ready for for the long haul. Um, I haven't really set too many, I haven't got to the the goal setting part of it quite yet, but still kind of in dad mode and off season mode. Um, but, but the expectations to, to go out and win simple as that.
0: Well, I tell you what, next time I have you on the podcast, I'll ask you for your favorite dad jokes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't have any quite yet.
0: (laughs) Well, that's all right, Lucas. I, I, man, I, Jared
1: Hughes was full of them. Oh, Jared Hughes, Jared Hughes, (laughs) Jared Hughes had plenty of them that I could see. i might. I might have to ask him for a couple
0: that I could see. I always appreciated him sprinting in out of the bullpen, but I know that there were plenty plenty of people that were just like, Oh, what's he doing? I'm like, I I love that. That's awesome.
1: And there's a, there's a backstory to it. That's actually pretty cool. He said, uh, he said he got moved to the pen. He was starting for, and he was in the minors for, I think he was in the minors for a decent amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, moving to the pen, he was, he was sitting, you know, low nineties. and." he was like, I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to dead sprint in. And, um, they ain't got nothing to lose. I don't, I don't know if it was like to fire himself up. And I think he went out and punched the side or hit 96 or it was, he was throwing cheese, I think. <laughs> and it was like, did it again and ended up getting into the big leagues and never stopped. So there's <laughs> kind of the backstory to it. It gets him in a right state of mind and fires him up and, so it's actually a pretty cool story
0: dude was a hall of fame like picture day guy though i remember those
1: all time <laughs> all-time teammate too one of, the, one of the greater teammates i've been uh i had the pleasure of sharing a locker room with
0: that's awesome man well hey I, i've kept you longer than i asked you for and i appreciate you talking some baseball with me lucas and we're we're gonna look for it. hopefully the reds do some do some big things this offseason and put together a team and oh, we'll see you guys in the spring sounds good Huge thank you to Lucas for coming on the podcast yet again. I I think he's entered friend of the podcast territory. I think we can officially declare that. But yeah, always great talking baseball with him. That was a lot of fun. I hope that you enjoyed it. If this is your first time listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast, I urge you, make sure that you're following me right here on your favorite podcasting app. I'm going to be with you each and every day this offseason, and we're going to be talking even through the supposed lockout. Uh, it's coming up here in December. And we'll see what's Come of that, but make sure that you're subscribed, and make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube page. This is the audio-only version. There will be a little bit of a different flavor for today's YouTube video. There'll be a clip of this, just not the whole thing. Want to make it a little bit exclusive for you, audio-only folks. But that'll do it for us here on today's episode. Tomorrow we're gonna continue talking about this upcoming, well, the off season that the Reds are now in, and what's gonna happen. Hopefully, something is going to happen that's coming up tomorrow on the lockdown reds podcast but as for today thanks for making me your first listen now make your second listen locked on mlb as sully as you covered from all things baseball present and past and he looks ahead into the future a little bit that's locked on mlb just like locked on reds free and available wherever you get your podcasts and even though it's the off season we're locked on reds every single day